On this week's episode, we talk about Batman, A Death in the Family. And all the pop culture news. This week, last Saturday, was Batman mm-hmm. Day. So, to celebrate, uh, we saw Batman, Death in the Family. Um, because we couldn't talk last, last week because we had a lot to talk about Fanex. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, there's like hundreds of pictures uh, of heavy family scene mm-hmm. there, cosplayers, guests, the celebrities, the panels, mm-hmm. everything that was cool to see. Uh, it's on our page on Facebook. Soon enough, we're gonna put the highlights, some of the best, on Instagram, which we already have some. Anyways, so we saw Batman death in the family which is interesting fun fact to start uh, I didn't know there's the DC animated universe DC animations you know you have uh, Flashpoint mm-hmm. you have Justice League War and it goes all the way to Justice League Dark Apocalypse War which I think that's what it's called anyways that Dark right. Side War I can't it might remember. be that one. Because the book is one name and the, the, yeah. the animation is a different name, slightly different name. Mm-hmm. So it goes all through that. And then we have what people are calling uh, Rebirth, uh, uh, DC animation. Mm-hmm. We have um, The Man of Tomorrow. What else we saw that was on that? That's a great. There was um, a Wonder Woman one, right? The, uh, the Justice Society of America. Yes, that was very good. Yeah, World War. That was two or one? It was two, right? I think so. Yeah and so you have those new ones Mm -hmm. and there's something different there's also include dc properties dc animations but i didn't i I didn't know it wasn't part of this 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 companion this group Mm -hmm. uh, of animation it's called dc showcase which we see a little bit of dc showcase in each animation dc puts out on the dvd blu-ray 4k whatever they have uh shorts so these are the uh, DC showcases animations, but they also have other movies. They have uh, Batman, uh, Batman, uh, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> they have what else? What else is part of that? Uh, Was Batman Ninja part of that? Batman Ninja. It's something that or is, is that something else? Is is not the DC animation mm-hmm. and it's not showcase. Oh, okay. Oh, it's, no, it's not showcase. At least it doesn't have the stamp showcase. Mm-hmm. It is uh, really cool, though. I got a kick out of it. Uh, the, the, the Slade Wilson uh, Deathstroke Dragon something, right? Yeah, what was it? Dragons and Knights and Dragons. Knights and Dragons. I think, yeah. Yeah. That Anyways, cool. they have really great animations. That's, uh, mm-hmm. that's not the question. It's just a different uh, seal, you know? We have the DC animation uh, uh, collection. You have mm-hmm. this uh, showcase collection. So as part of that collection, DC uh, released uh, Batman: Death in the Family, which is uh, based inspired, heavily inspired by Batman: Death in the Family uh, that was released years ago when Jason Todd, the, the second Robin, dies, mm-hmm. and also Under the Hood, um, many years later, uh, released and. Spoiler alert! Yeah. But there was released uh, when Jason comes back as the Red Hood. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, yeah, what else? What, what do you want to say? What do you want to talk about this? 
Well, just <clears throat> probably the, the biggest difference, the most notable thing about this one is that it is in fact interactive, has seven different endings, and so at critical points um, in the story, you have to make a choice. And those choices will make you, you or you get to make a choice. Yes. And those take you to different endings. You can choose the one that most closely follows the book that, that you know, Jason dies. And that takes you on a storyline that pretty well follows what happens in the comic. It, even so far as like there are lines of dialogue that are just exactly like verbatim out of the comic. Um, but then there's also these really interesting paths that you can choose that really explore these characters and their dynamics, um, especially between Bruce, um, Jason, and the Joker, and the Assassin. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, one thing about the the if you pick the you know the known uh, path, the path mm -hmm. from the books, it's gonna follow pretty much the same path as a Batman Under the Hood, the animation. Mm -hmm. Uh, in fact, the 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 meat, the the base of the animation is the Batman Under the Hood uh, animation. They use the same animation, but then at some points they they give you different choices, and they have some of the same actors back to voice mm -hmm. the characters. Some couldn't because they were busy uh, with other things, but most of most of the actors, uh, uh, for instance, the the actor that voices Batman, uh, Batman, uh, Batman, Bruce Greenwood, mm -hmm. uh, which I think is his name. Yes. Uh, also, uh, uh, the Joker, what's his name? John uh, DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. Who interestingly uh, also voices Thomas Wayne. Yes. In this. Uh, hmm. Yes. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Deep. Uh, so they got the same actor. So the, the base, the base for this animation, mm -hmm. for this interactive, what they call it? Is they have a name for it. It's interactive. Uh, I don't remember. Do you, do, can you Does see the, here? The, the cover? The, the mm -hmm. uh, interactive story and interactive. Uh, uh, interactive movie. That's what they call. Uh, yeah, for this interactive movie. It, it's short, mm -hmm. but give you all these options. And But the main one is, is Batman Under the Hood. And and it was like when I started watching, I was like, oh, "This animation is the dialogue sounds yeah. a lot. It looks a lot like something." Else. And it's exactly the same, mm -hmm. which which is good. It was a nice 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 way to basically <coughs> release. Um, I wouldn't say deleted scenes because they never shot that because mm -hmm. that was not the story, but some alternatives for the story. Yeah, and so it's more like something like Elseworld worlds what mm -hmm. if and you pick what happens mm -hmm. and uh, ah, yeah. uh if you if you're gonna watch if you're planning planning on watch the digital version that you buy you know on on digital streaming services like voodoo amazon apple or whatever uh you don't have a choice you can oh, watch. That's yeah, I don't know which story you watch, huh. but you don't have a choice. That's interesting because yeah. the different choices, like they, had a, they were like completely different. Yes. Movies, different yeah. villains would show up. Like, in you follow one path, and you're dealing a lot with Black Mask. Another path you deal with um, Two Face. I mean, the Joker's always heavily involved. Yeah. Um, Raja Ghoul. Yes. Talia. Talia. Um, yeah. Little little baby Damien shows up at one point. Yeah. Um, Tim Drake. 
Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it expands a lot and it creates several different characters using the characters that mm-hmm. exist. Uh, uh, the, the, there are several, di- seven different endings and uh, three, uh, Jason got sort of a happy ending, mm-hmm. three, a bad, bad ending, and one is terrible for everybody. <laughs> it's like everybody, literally everybody yeah. Dies, burned is yes. Uh, is that the worst one? I think that's the worst one. Everybody dies. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's usually yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. All across, but they keep they keep at their core like the central issues of the story. That this is a like kind of the struggle between um, Batman or between Bruce and Jason's um, ethics. You know, the Batman will not kill. Whereas Jason feels like some of these people deserve it and, and really do need to die. So there's that there's that conflict between them and then also the father-son relationships. And so those two themes do remain pretty important mm-hmm. in all the different storylines. Um, uh, a couple interesting things. The, the choices are basically, I think all the choices are Jason's choices, right? Pretty much. So at the very beginning you choose whether Robin's going to live or not. Whether Jason will live or not. But then, yeah, after that... It's no, all about Jason. There's nothing... Yeah. You, you never ch- choose anything for Batman. No. It's all, it's all about Jason. You choose for Joker. You choose for Joker? And what? Two-Face? No. No. Well, like, you choose the coin. Like, like Two-Face flips the coin. Oh, yes. You choose which way the, yes, the coin Yes, yes, yeah. But again, it's, it's not for Two-Faces. For Jason. That's true. Anyways. Uh, uh, but then, it's some, some interesting aspects... Uh, back in 19, I can't remember the, the exact date, uh, the exact year when uh, Batman, the FNF family, uh, was released. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could check real yeah, quick. Yeah, sure. Uh, but what happened was, uh, during, during that time, DC did something very avant-garde for its time. Interactive, interactiveness uh, or listening to their audiences. And they gave the audiences the opportunity to if you if you if you search death in the family it shows the yeah. date right away right. but if you if uh, so they gave the 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 audiences the opportunity to choose that's right i forgot about yeah, that like there and uh, uh, uh goodness where is it it should show no? 88. 88. Yeah. So in 1988, DC Comics uh, gave gave the fans this uh, unique opportunity to choose. Uh, so we're thinking about killing Robin. What you guys think? Should we? Should we not? And the fans said, yeah, we should. There's not a lot of people that like Robin, you know, they're this really colorful kid jumping around, kicking bad guys. It's like, Holy monkeys, Batman, this place smells like <laughs> monkey's butt, whatever. Anyway, so back then the fans decided to kill Robin. Mm-hmm. And and it was uh, greatly done by, by the authors. Uh, and it was tragic. It was sad. It was one of, one of I remember I, I read when I was a kid. And it was, it was a big one. It was a, like yeah. a dividing moment. Uh, in, in Bruce Batman's life mm-hmm. because it was a, a real tragedy he lost his his son and in this t- 
tragic way, which is one main difference that I always think is a main difference between what was under the head hood and it wasn't this one. That uh, when Jason dies, it's not only about he him dying. He he died. He's like he's like completely destroyed by the Joker, and uh, they they trying to escape. He and his mom that he recently found, and he jumps in front of the gun, the bomb to try to protect her and unfortunately she dies too but one of the main motivations of him is not selfishness it's like it's not like i can do it it's like in the book mm -hmm. he goes back to the warehouse where where the joker is to try to save his mom you know yeah. when, when they when they get the, when they take the element out of the, the story of the context it's like okay this stupid kid think he could take it take care you know yeah take the joker no he went because he really wanted to save his mom and it was like you know i don't care if i'll die i will save my mom and i'm pretty sure everybody would mm -hmm. so every time they they skip that as i kind of like eh, even though his mom was they a did that jerk. in titus too didn't they yeah yeah, yeah, took yeah, the yeah. Mom element yeah. Out. oh yeah in titus was, was even worse because yeah. it, it's he's really just this little punk who yeah he has a lot of damien more of damien on mm. him than than anyways so, uh, the f the fans choose, and and the the, the uh, Robin uh, died. It was tragic. It changed the 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 Cape Crusader's life forever. Yeah. In fact, in the comic books, there's a great one where it's, it's pretty much all from Alfred's perspective, and he talks about how he hasn't seen Bruce like this since his parents died. So for Bruce, like Alfred watching this, equates Jason's death with um, the Wayne's death as as defining moments for. Bruce yeah and it was a big tragedy and he just had this big tragedy uh, not long before uh, when Barbara Gordon uh, yeah. was was uh, paralyzed uh, and raped by the Joker mm -hmm. and so it's like another another tragedy and he, he, he questions himself not only about the, the war about his fight against crime but about mm -hmm. the like, how could I put a kid to fight these yeah. type of bad guys anyways down the road in the books and also in the show uh comes uh this new character called red hood and if you know uh, a little bit you know that when the joker originally showed or at least it was a killing joke was revealed that uh, uh when he starts his life in crime he would put a red hood in his face and he would call himself red hood mm -hmm. so then the story goes on and you find out that it's actually Jason that was resurrected with Lazarus Pit, yada yada yada. Mm -hmm. uh, but one one of the the, the com comparison elements I wanna wanna bring now is like DC was avant-garde back in the day, letting the fans choose. Uh, they decided to make this this uh, interactiveness to this uh, interactive movie, mm -hmm. which is is very interesting. Uh, uh, they had the chance again. To give the the fans uh, the choice, and uh, I think it was a pretty cool way to, to celebrate and to you know to work that same piece of yeah uh, 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 the same source material, and now the fans in 2021 mm -hmm. uh, can choose uh, like they choose back in the in the 80s yes. in the late 80s. Yes. I I really enjoyed it. I think it's a great way to explore the characters and the and the story. Um, and and yeah, the choices. None of the choices led to the consequences I thought that they would. Like what? Like um, well, for example, if you choose to save Robin, 
Batman dies. Oh. So there's that. Um, but then also some of them you think, oh, okay, well this is gonna, this is, he's gonna be happier, right? This is gonna give Jason what he wants. Nope, he ends up tortured and twisted and horribly angry. And so it, it's, it's Well, there's two, there's two saved Robins, right? There are two. I mean, there's and no even two. after it, that, there's a couple. The choices it's called, like one is a saved Robin and the other one is uh, Jason cheats death. Yeah. And the one that, yeah, mm -hmm. the one that the Batman saves him, mm -hmm. he dies. Uh, and yeah. the one that he cheats death, he 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 gets traumatized. In both, in, in all the all mm -hmm. the all, in all the the timelines, he gets traumatized because uh, in one he becomes Red Hood, in the one he becomes sort of the Hush. Uh, yeah. And and the other one. He's like a dark Red Robin. Yes. Yeah. For a little bit, I don't know. It's great. If these are, if you, I I would definitely recommend this to anybody who is. A fan of Batman. Um, no, it's. It's. It, I thought it was, it was good and it was interesting. The choices were. I don't know. It was an interesting. It's a cool way to uh, to get into this story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they, and it is interesting how they touch all the Robins. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, everybody in the Batwall. Yeah. Almost everyone. Nightwing. Mm -hmm. Nightwing, uh, that uh, in the, in the timeline where Batman dies, he becomes Batman. Mm -hmm. Barbara Gordon, that is, uh, uh, used to be Batgirl. She goes back into she goes into become Oracle mm -hmm. uh, and helping uh, Dick as as mm -hmm. crime fighters. Uh, we see Damien as a baby, as mm -hmm. mentioned before. Uh, Tim shows up and, and becomes Bat Kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's uh, yeah. no. It's, it's it's definitely really well done. And there's and they play in some theories about like the Joker, for instance, and how the Joker is it's a counterpart to Batman. If there's no Batman, there's no Joker. And it, yeah. they actually do that, uh, and he stops being being the the Joker. He does. And uh, Jason finds him in a in a diner, and there's something he says. Uh, uh, the the I thought it was really well done. The when when the Joker is killing Jason, he's beating him uh, the crap out of him, and when he leaves, it's like say uh, uh tell the big guy say hello. To the big guy say Something hello. Something like that. Yeah, and then Jason Jason when Jason figures out figures out that that, that guy at the diner it used to be the Joker he says mm -hmm. tells that, and he's like. Boy wonder. Yeah. It's yeah, it's really well done. Yeah, it's I love yeah. it. Yeah. Different I, timelines and 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 you choose. So it's mm -hmm. it's fun. Oh, and there's one one, one thing uh, uh that uh, under the hood I don't remember has been a while since I watched, but I'm pretty sure Superman is not there and mm. on on this on this version he is which is uh, more comic accurate because superman gets involved uh, uh when when bruce comes back because jason dies in uh ethiopia israel somewhere it's ethiopia yeah and yeah. this one they changed they, they, they moved to sarajevo to sarajevo bosnia, bosnia. Anyways, when Batman comes back and he's like, I'm gonna go off to the Joker and, and knowing him well, Clark is like, oh, I have to, you know, 
hold him because he might kill this guy. And more than that, the Joker becomes a UN ambassador, you know. That's right, in the, the books. The family of nation accepts, <laughs> accepts the Joker. Yeah. And for Iran. Yeah. Another, yeah. The writers one. were not shy. I remember it's 1988. <laughs> and the writers, I, you could tell there's a, yeah. there was some bitterness toward uh, <laughs> toward Iran. Yeah. They chose Joker to be their ambassador. And, to yeah. Ayatollah Khomeini is personally asked the Joker yeah. to, to become their ambassador. In fact, um, the Joker, Joker actually says in the comic, he says, he says, I have so much in common with the great leaders of Iran. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's, uh, anyways, so because he, he becomes ambassador, he has immun uh, diplomatic immunity. Yeah. So Superman is, is there representing, uh, because the president asked him, he's there to tell Bruce and let Bruce know. It's like, you yeah. can't, because if, oh, and I love this line, because you can attack him. Because if you attack him, you're gonna give them an excuse to attack us. And then Bruce says, "Like yeah, like that never happened." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 beautifully done. So it was good to see Superman uh, in the show. They have great, they have great uh, 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 lines. It's like uh, mm -hmm. Bruce says something, uh, Clark says something deep, and then uh, Bruce is like, "Yeah, when you say stuff like that, it reminds me that I have contingency yeah. plans when you when you might go crazy." Uh -huh. <laughs> and they. And then Clark says something similar. Yeah. When Bruce says something really dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their their friendship is an interesting one. Yeah. You know, one is they're they're I feel like they're they're kind of two sides of the same coin. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're like the dark and the light, and yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. a whole other conversation. It is. It is. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, you you all have friends that have very different tastes and very different uh, uh, ways of doing things, but mm -hmm. you're friends. Yeah. You know, and I guess that's a good friendship. You, you exchange, you, you get something from a friend that you could never think or do and vice versa. Sure. You learn from each other mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah. yeah. What else? I think, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to add to it except, like, just just watch it yeah it's fun it's really good mm -hmm. uh it's available everywhere uh, to buy mm -hmm. on blu-ray and also on streaming digital but if you buy digital you not have the choice uh but it's good there's mm -hmm. some cool uh shorts we didn't see all of them we only saw yeah. one but there's some cool shorts that mm -hmm. come with it and bruce tim you know the the the, the man behind uh, uh, you know, classic Batman animations mm -hmm. and Under the Hood. So this is like sort of an extension for Under the Hood, and yeah, it's really good. It's uh, I, I definitely recommend Batman: Death in the Family. Mm -hmm. There was like some critical change from the books because she read the books. Yes. I mean, I read the books too, but she read recently. Yeah. In fact, I read. I finished them. I finished the the set last night, right before we watched it. So I'm honestly, I'm getting stuff mixed up. Yeah. Like, wait, did I just read that or did I watch that? <laughs> uh, I mean, no. But, I, I, um, the the trick to remember if you read or if you watch is 
Uh, if if you heard voices, but I give them voices. Uh, okay, so yeah. okay, I never deal with psychopaths, so I don't know how they, <laughs> how they read comics. Yeah. I try, I want us to try. No, I, I, I want us to try, but some of the characters, like uh, some of the characters, like uh, in the recent uh, present that we we hear on screen, and I try to give them voices. Mm-hmm. I, I I kept myself doing it, and on the same second, I I I, I get myself stopping doing it. It's like because no. That's not the character. That's that's not oh. it. Like Jason from from Titans. You know, sometimes I was I was rereading uh, a definite uh-huh. family two this week, and I was like, it's like it would put his voice, and it's like no, that's not Jason. That's a different Earth. That's a different alternative oh, reality. Okay. That's it's almost Damien. That's not Jason. So uh, sometimes same thing with the Joker, especially that Joker. It is it is Joker. He's so different, so weird, and so. Mm. You, you know so little about him he's so scary that you know yeah so, so uh, some voices like batman conroy comes like, yeah batman is always yeah. conroy yeah that one is it's not always. a it's not a hard one to you know to voice him mm-hmm. but some of the others is and like, for me joker is always mark hamill yeah yeah uh, yeah it happens too but there's some stuff that uh, uh, the Joker does. There's like, oh, this is very Hamilton, but this is very Ledger, you know. So yeah, it's yeah. Not, but but like when I'm reading it in my head, that's the voice yeah, okay. that comes. And, 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 and I'm okay. With but that, yeah, if you anyway, if you wanna hear voices, you can read the books, and if you wanna hear voices, you can also watch the animation. Yeah. Batman: Death in the Family. Yeah. DC that's... Showcase Interactive Movie, available everywhere. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, the Emmys. The Emmys. Let's let's we can. We also had the Emmys, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of surprises and a lot of not surprises. So you know the usual. Nothing crazy yeah. happened. It was a really uh, good night to be part of the Crown or Ted Lasso or Queen's Gambit. But that's yeah. been like all award season. Yeah, people got together mm-hmm. and some uber liberals whining. Uh, people was like, oh, there's too many people here. We're gonna get sick, yeah, whatever. Anyways, uh, yes, definitely a great night for Ted Lasso. It's like, yeah. Psh- Wow. They won so many. They won comedy series. They won several, they won like supporting actress. They, yeah. They did yeah, well. Apple is knocking out the park. We felt very, very inconspicuous. Show it's like it's it's first season. We didn't finish second season, uh, but first season was was good. But I don't know. Maybe this past year, people stayed home. They need some light, warmed uh, uh, comedy about the good, sure. the good in human nature, and you know something that will touch you, that will make you uh, laugh. And maybe drop some tears. It's very touchy. It's, it's, it's very good. It is. Uh, it is. A, it's, it's the, the irony is like Americans that go to England to to deal with all that. You know, in, uh, people. You know, Europeans, British. They are like you know, uh, um, pseudo known for being colder. And anyways, mm-hmm. but uh, no, it's 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 a surprise. But it's not really a. a uh, unexpected, right? You know, because the show is good, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, and it's been the darling of of the other awards. Fun shows fact, you so know, far. you know who's the, one of the creators? No, one of the players. Really, the older guy. Oh, oh, wait, I got him. Brett Goldstein. Yeah, that he is. Yeah, 
He yeah. won supporting actor. He, yeah. Good for him. No, it was it was a great night for them. Yeah. Uh, and I guess for the Brits too. There's so many yeah. involved in the show. They did the Crown. Or wait, we're about to Lasso. Ted Lasso alone. Yeah. I'm not even talking about the Crown yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Crown also won many awards. Uh, Gillian Anderson, of course. Who you might be interested to know did not in fact consult with Margaret Thatcher. Really? For her role. Why yeah. not? Well, it turns <laughs> out the Iron Lady died eight years ago. Yeah. Um, which. Oh, so she wasn't preparing for that role. Uh, before like the show. Eight years in? ago. No. Because she definitely sounds like she was preparing oh. for this role like a long time. She, she, she does a it. really good job. She was incredible. Her whole affect, even like the way she held herself, it was. Amazing. No, one uh, hapless reporter on the red carpet asked uh, <laughs> asked Miss Anderson if she had con- talked with, with uh, Margaret Thatcher about preparing for the role, and of course she hadn't. It would have been a great question, except that Margaret Thatcher has in fact been dead for several years. Yeah. So maybe that maybe, happened. Yeah, yeah. That that reports is probably not for some counting that was part of the British Empire for sure. Sure, yeah. but do your homework. You know, if you're going to be out there, do... Because this kind of thing happens all the time. You know, some uh, I mean, uncomfortable by all means, question. By all means, if you want to make... If it's a joke, sure. But if it's not... Yeah. It becomes a joke. And then guess what? You are the joke now. Yeah. <laughs> hence, hence the phrase, hapless reporter. Oh, dear. <laughs> Uh, Queen's Gambit uh, hit a lot yep. uh, and won a lot. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, those were like the big ones that swept. Uh, Kate Winslet won again for... Morin... Um, Mar- East, East, Mayor of Easttown. Mayor of Easttown, I think yeah. is what it is. Yep. Yeah, HBO um, show, which mm-hmm. we also want to watch because it has those mystery elements. It was... It was... Uh, it was... Uh, complimented by Stephen King. Stephen King says like, oh. whoa, I really like that. Okay. Yeah, it's like, wow, Stephen King liked that? Yeah. It might he be really good. Oh, it might suck. Because, well. you know, his stuff starts really good and then at the end I was like, what the <laughs> heck this guy was high on? Yeah, well, yeah. we shall see. Um, you and McGregor took away a... From the Netflix show. Uh, Which I don't remember. Was it Coast Pose? No, Maybe. that's a different show. Either way, he won mm-hmm. one for a limited or an, uh, anthology series. Those are probably the big ones that I recognized or was excited about. Yeah. Um, yeah, the yeah, show... The, kind uh, of the same as we've seen like at the Golden Globes. Yeah. And Cedric and Entertainment hosted and it was funny because the guy's funny. Uh, of course, there was people whining about stuff. There's always mm-hmm. those. And there was people surprised. I don't know why. Because uh, Wonder Vision didn't didn't win anything, but it was like Wonder Vision was fun, but it wasn't yeah, like Emmy's like, fun. Yeah, when you get to the we get to the you know it's like playing playing ball with the pros, you know. Yeah. Uh, and Wonder Vision was I don't know minor league. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah, uh, no complaints. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed myself. And. Yeah, it, it, it for me it wasn't a surprise. I mean, for me it was a surprise that people were expecting that. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but you know, it's Disney. Disney has the the power of an empire to convince minds that they <laughs> they think uh, uh, to make 
they think what they want them to think to the point that you know uh, it happened before with, with Black Panther and the whole bus bus because the guy mm. no the guy wasn't even dead the guy was alive right but yeah the whole bus for, for, for the Oscars was like yeah no it's, that's this this is so fabricated buzz the movie was good but not that good yeah for an Oscar it's like Dark Knight was splendid it was excellent Mm -hmm. and and it didn't so you know yeah yeah no black panther i think that like the production design type awards made a lot sure, of sure, nominations sure, sure, sure. But I'm absolutely best but best picture no yeah. no no it's uh it's uh anyways so yeah those those are the emmys uh they were fun uh yeah catch uh mm -hmm. those some of those shows they're good and yeah yeah yep um what hasn't been deemed so good is Dear Evan Hansen. Um, so this is the oh. film adaptation of the Broadway play starring Ben Platt in the title role. Yeah. Um, it's, he, a, it's a sequel for the 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> so it turns out Ben Platt is only 27, yeah, he looks... but whoever made him look like a teenager for the movie, he looks 40. It did not go well, and he's. Am, am I working Broadway where they singing and screaming and there's like heavy lights on and heavy lights don't don't bother you because you know that's how they do it. But like when you go for realism of film, uh, nope, it's it doesn't look good. Yeah, so there's been the, the the very the very talented and pretty uh, Kate Kately Dever, I think that's her name. Uh, she was she was oh, the daughter right. of Team Allen on, on Last Man Standing. Yes. She still looks very young, and she she is in the movie as a, yeah. a teenage, teenager. It's actually really common to have people that age play teenagers. But he doesn't look good. He does not. Yeah. He does not. And the makeup artist did him zero favors. <laughs> so the film has not been well received by fans, by critics. It's just not. In fact, it actually has the same. On Rotten Tomatoes, the fan and the critic scores are about the same. Oh, like wow. 40 something Consensus. Yeah. It, so it's not doing well. There's a there's a, some there's some controversy. Uh, uh, I, I didn't read deeply into it, but there's something about how because the movie portrays uh, elements and stories about uh, mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And apparently it doesn't do it well because people that have mm. mental health issues are they were pro uh, uh, they like the musical are not liking the movie that's really bizarre so okay so get this so there's backlash um, especially against him taking the role uh, taking the title role to which he responded well like I created this I workshopped this um, this wouldn't exist without me and he's kind of right oh, so he is a creator he is the creator okay. and his dad is the producer of the movie, which is just really looking bad, especially given that nobody else from the original Broadway cast made yeah. it onto the movie despite auditioning. So yeah, it's, just, okay. it's just not looking if good. If everybody had get it, even if he looked bad, uh -huh. sure, but if only he was the only one. It's like you yeah. do a Hamilton movie. And only uh, Lin Manuel gets yeah. the role. Everybody else is like, no, you you are really good in the stage, but you know, with cameras, nah, you're not good. Well, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting you bring that up because, um, in the Heights, right? This is Lin Manuel's baby, right? That he just brought to the mm -hmm. screen, um, and a lot of people were saying that he should take that role and he just said nope i'm too old it's gonna be distracting oh, so, uh, so he did that on, on the stage he did yeah ah. he he tends to star in his own musicals but okay. but and so people wanted him to do the same thing here within the heights but he said nope 
too old, it would be weird. So he's got like, he took a different role. He does have a, um, uh, yeah. But one that's more age appropriate and has somebody else, somebody else starring. And it seems like that, that just seems like the better way to go. Like, yeah. You know, it's. Yeah, that's, that's, that's anyway, there's like, it's unfortunate. There's like uh, uh, people, people, you know, with with diversity, with ratio, with gender, mm -hmm. and for all that, there people come come uh, uh, saying that like like comic books, something that we we love and talk a lot about. Uh, it's like the studios and, and something happens these days because of this whole diversity uh, uh, context and politics uh, but back in the day if someone would cast someone uh, uh, black to be Batman, Superman or, or Batgirl and I mentioned these three because they are not black uh, someone's like are you, are you stupid? someone paid you a lot of money to do that? because you know adaptations like this to this and the first thing is what you see and you couldn't see well, so there's something wrong there, you know. So, uh, uh, and that's for me, for me, just to say that some people say that there's no limits for acting. No, there's limits, and yeah, it's you might do it. I mean, I'd say a hundred years from now, if that that play, if that show is still relevant and it's still being being done, if you wanna do it. Sure, you could use a woman, you can use uh, a person of color, you can use uh, something completely different than the source material. But it's been done so much, like Shakespeare, you know, we have like, there's a new movie called something Macbeth. Yes, what's it the called? Tragedy of Macbeth. Tragedy of Macbeth. I'm so excited for this one. <laughs> it's, there's a Washington. Yes. And it's fine, it's been done hundreds of years. Nobody's gonna complain about it. The problem is because also Denzel has done Shakespeare before, and he's really good at yes, it. Yes. Yes. So yeah. colorblind cast, yeah. Macbeth. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, but my oh, my, my point is, wait. once it's been done so much, sure, fine. But when it's like the first opportunity, you're gonna you're gonna have to do this, and it might be the last. You know, like bad girl, right? It's the first opportunity you're gonna have a bad girl, and it's like 19, 1939 is Batman and she was not 99 she, she came later so there's not there in the first opportunity you have to do it to do it well to do it solo and you're already changing the character it kind of oh, it kind of it kind of creates it sets a standard for the future that the character will be not the character that was uh, uh, in the books but now you know it happens with uh, Iris on the flash you know Iris was was black was turned black for the Flash show, and then uh, Snyder's like, "Hey, I like that," and he did that too. Mm -hmm. And then animation's, "Hey, we did that," and they changed. Yeah, you know, and it's not like multiple races or groups of people doing different versions of the character. It okay. changes the character in a way that's like, "Come on, the author didn't do that." It's like, but does it always like? I feel like with Iris, her race is irrelevant. I, I don't, I don't feel like her race ever really comes no i mean i'm not talking about with some with some characters i feel like their race would change the way they interact with the world and and so like and a black superman would be a different hero and maybe a black batman might be a little different but but some of the other characters yeah. like like but, but my, my point is know, that i don't the, think it would change anything but it changes the character is a different character but like for iris like how is she different because because of her because because uh, uh now iris is black 
the yeah, new but I think movie how does that like, change her? The new, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying that's a different character. But you're not. You're not explaining how. Because the character, there was no character like, was in black. Okay, so it's only the color version. I'm saying like the color in a case like Iris, uh, a character like a, a supporting like secondary character like Iris. Well, it changes. It changes. Is their relationship different? It, it changes. Is... It changed Bart. Bart is black now too. It, it changes the whole series of characters because of you know. I'm just and, not convinced that it always matters. I'm just saying Sometimes that Sometimes it does. I don't I don't I'm just saying when you do when you do when you when you do like after it's been done, you know, we know the character and you know this is a version of the character, right? With Iris, that became the character. If you do it if you do it in, in two years from now you do uh a, an actress doing Iris and she's white, people will either think that people are doing something wrong. Oh. Uh. Or people will think that's a version of the character. But when no, the character, the original character is that it is like that. Sure. You know? Sure. So, uh, anyways, so for me, it, for me, it's just to say that there's a limit. You you can't claim that there's no limit f- for acting. And when when stuff like that happened on on Dear Evan Hansen is uh, is showing that's like, uh, you know, guys, it's there's a limit. Especially for something new, maybe in three hundred years from now, when they're still doing it, it's like yes, if they wanna, if they want, oh, the classic, yeah. uh, millennial, a hundred years, uh, historical dear Evan Hansen yeah. portrayal by uh, Anthony Hopkins the fifth in his eighty eighth birthday, you know, sure, you know, it's yeah, I don't know, but here I think it's the opposite problem that like they they needed somebody new to yes. take the role. Instead of someone who has clearly aged out of it to the point where it's distracting from the actual story. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which that, was really successful on Broadway. So, so yeah. yeah. Also, there's a limit to how much nepotism we can take because it's definitely something. Uh, like yeah. I mean, I don't think I. Don't, I think it's it's fine if he's talented and his father is in charge. Uh, uh, sure, but if I mean not getting anybody else, yeah, it's it's ugly. Yeah. Anyways. Alright. If you wanna go see it, see it. We, we didn't. Uh, we mm. might when it's on streaming. Nah, I'm not terribly inspired to. Yeah, me too. Okay, Netflix has bought a, the rights. No, oh dear. Estate. They basically bought the Roald Dahl estate, like the rights to all of his books. Um, and I can't remember the name of the organization that is in charge of. It's Roald Dahl Land? No, it's Roald. I can't remember. Basically, Imagine. they still retain a lot of creative control, a lot of autonomy, because that's been a big concern for them over the years as people have approached them with, you know, with screenplays and things like yeah, that. Yeah, what happens to the new Chocolate Factory movie? I, I think it's all part of that. It seems to be... Is this for Netflix? It's not Netflix. I think it's MGM, right? Is it? I don't think it's Netflix. I don't know. The article I read just talked about Taika Waititi doing an animated series. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the, the, the prequel uh, with yeah. uh, the kid from Dune. What's his bucket? Timothy uh, Chalamet. Yes. I don't know. They didn't mention that. Okay. So, uh, because it's a previous deal, that might be fine. Okay. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Either way, talking Netflix about, is doing Roald Dahl stuff. Talking about rights and legal stuff, uh, mm-hmm. it, it could be the end of the Marvel Universe as we know it. Uh, yeah. Marvel is being sued for the rights of the characters like Iron Man, mm-hmm. uh, Spider Man, who else? Uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. Uh, was Thor on the list? I can't remember. But it's like, a lot of those core some, Avengers. Some of the, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah. 
Yeah. So do we know why, like why are they suing them or? It's because it's because the way the 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 way it's like DC. I think they have the rights for all of their characters, and Marvel is split between Fox. I mean, it wasn't Fox. Yeah. But Sony and others, Disney and all the alters are claiming ownership and they're claiming rights mm. and, and royalties and all that. The families of them, mostly. I think the family of Stanley and there's a lot of controversy with the family of Stanley. But yeah, it, there's a mess, a legal mess coming. And yeah. All right. Fun times. Fun times indeed. Um, well, while well, that mess is happening, uh, December 17th, The Witcher Season 2 will premiere on Netflix. And ahead of that, they've already renewed for a Season 3. Yes. And yeah. there's also coming in the animation, Something Something That's of the Wolf. Right. Uh, uh, for Witcher. Mm -hmm. There's thousands of years before The Witcher. So, a different Witcher. Yeah. So, there's just, basically, there's a lot more of The Witcher coming. Yeah. And that is a good thing. Uh, the Night Court sequel, um, with, uh, Melissa Roach, Roach, Roach? Yes. Okay. Either way, that, they, so they made the prequel, and it seems like NBC liked it. They prequel? They made a pilot. Pilot. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm just, yeah, is it NBC break. or CBS? NBC. NBC is what you wrote. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, I think the original was NBC too, so it makes sense. That sounds right. Uh, yeah, a lot of cat is coming back mm -hmm. as the persecutor. Prosecutor. Prosecutor. Uh, and uh, Melissa is... Her character is the daughter of Harry, Harry Styles. Is that his name? Harry... Harry I remember. Styles. I really but he was Melissa. the judge, right? Yes, the judge. Yeah, yeah I never watched it, really. And, yeah. So... Some revival nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Let's see how it goes. Uh, she's she's talented. She's mm -hmm. she was on Big Bang Theory for many years. Mm -hmm. She was, did Harley Quinn uh, yes. several times. Yeah. As has Kaylee Cuoco. Some little connection yes, there. Yes, true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we just need a Maya Bialik to do. A, yeah. We'd get the whole trio mm -hmm. as Harley. Anyways. Um, okay, so that's which was on the news of, uh, this week. That's like I really want this job uh, for the Jeopardy. Oh yeah, yeah it's like I really, I was like, I if I don't do anything else in my life, if I have this job, yeah, I'm good. It's a yeah. good fit for her, yeah. I think. It would be nice. Yeah, I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I love Jeopardy. I'm glad yeah. that they're continuing it. Yeah, um, and I think it's it's uh, she's not only the perfect fit, mm -hmm. but. It's it's uh it's different because now it's a woman, uh, you know. Yes. And, and I yes. think it would be it would be nice. It would be uh, yeah. No, definitely a good move not to go with like Alex Trebek the second, uh, no, but to just no, like no, no. have a new host. Yeah. Yeah. And and but she does she does have what it takes I think. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Basically, we're looking for a personable yeah. Uber nerd. And she she is an Uber her. nerd. She's a neuroscientist. Or yeah. Like that. yeah. Freaking doctorate. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> uh, um, speaking of nerds, we're getting season three of The Orville on yes. Hulu um, in March. Galaxy. March 10th. The final frontier. No, the final nope. border. What? Yeah, it's not like a space, the final frontier. Yeah. Orville is Galaxy, the last border. <laughs> uh, yeah. is, the, is the parody 
uh, of Star Trek, the yeah. you know, uh, uh, what's his bucket? Uh, Seth, Seth MacFarlane. Uh, big fan of Star Trek. Yeah. And he finally made it. He, he did. The whole thing feels like just a really spectacularly produced fanfic. I really enjoy it. Yeah. It gives me all of my Star Trek warm fuzzies. And I've got a lot of them, so. Yeah, and it has all the McFarlane classy humor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Norm MacDonald that passed away a couple mm. weeks uh, was in the show as a character. Uh, I wonder if he's going to have some. Uh, yeah. if, I want to see if he shot episodes for this new mm -hmm. season. Anyways. Yeah. Basically, if Seth MacFarlane had been one of the writers for The Next Generation, this is what we would have. Oh, it's just fantastic. Anyway, so March 10th for that. On November 17th, we are getting a season two of something that I don't think anybody asked for, but it's coming. Tiger King 2. Yes, that was That's a surprise. Right. Like, what the heck are you going to do? It's what like, do you mean they, there's more? There's more. I, I mean, it's it's a tough act to follow. Uh, because the guy is in, is in jail. Were they able to go there and record his life in, in prison? Yeah, maybe. And maybe we're following we'll more like Carol Baskin. There's also maybe the that weird guru guy <laughs> who was like the worst, but just in like a more palatable With the way. The coat of uh, virgins, yeah. lion, lion tamers, no tiger tamers. Tiger not lion tamers, tamers, yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so that's happening. Yeah, it's uh, and there's other things to do. Making a, a what's it call it, a fictional uh, version, you know, with actors and stuff. I don't know if Nicholas right. Cage Nicholas was Cage involved. Yeah. I don't know if he still is, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, because that's what we need. The real there's thing more, wasn't bizarre enough. There's more uh, uh, Tiger King coming to your life. Yeah. Am I gonna watch it? Of course. <laughs> but oh my yeah. god. Ugh. What a weird time. Um, okay, so Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams are getting some some shade from from original Star Wars. Oh, Marsha. Yeah. Right? Marsha? Marsha Adams? Lucas. Lucas. Yeah, she is yeah. a former wife of uh, Sir George, sir, sir, of uh, <laughs> um, Mr. George Lucas. Yeah. Uh, and she was she was an editor back then, and he he is he was an editor as well. So they edited the movie together. So she edited the movie. She won Oscar for it. Uh, and yeah, she was trying shade about the sequels, mm -hmm. which is like oh, okay, so raining, you know. Yeah, and her the words, obvious. they don't have a clue about the franchise. Yeah, and they, and they, and they, and they kind of don't. It was like, they, they, you know what, they, yeah. It's clearly that stuff there that was like, really? Did you guys ever read the books? Or, yeah. They, but, but, that's, sure. but that's the thing. Disney wanted to make their own. And, uh, you know, yeah. so... And and they did to a point that you know it's like they can nobody can sue them for say hey that's yeah anyways even though they bought the rights they Disneyfied mm -hmm. let's put it this way yeah. Disneyfied in a way that it's it's Disney it's clearly not Lucas anymore. This is very true. Yeah. This is very true. Okay, Whitney Houston's The Bodyguard is getting a remake. I think it's unnecessary. I think it's someone, yeah. some uh, hot, uh, uh, new young artist that has connections and power in Hollywood and is getting that movie for herself or himself. I don't know how, how, what's the deal. I don't think it's. 
eh, I don't. It's like I. It's one of those those remake reboots that is like you're probably gonna stay really under the radar because it's like remakes for what they did was was a Dirty Dancing, Footloose, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Footloose. Yeah. It's like unnecessary. Yeah. But okay. But it's happening because that's what Hollywood. Unless does. unless they make it a comedy, but I mean, even that's like nah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I never saw the original. I'm not like terribly enthusiastic. Yeah. Kevin Costner, Whitney Houston. It was, it was really good. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, okay. They're gonna make it, make it. I'm not sure if this really. Mm-hmm. It's like Hollywood. It's one of those uh, Hollywoods uh, playing safe, remakes, reboots, sequels. And in this one, it's like it's <coughs> safe but unnecessary. <coughs> well, in the meantime, HBO Max has released like a like a one minute um, little teaser for some of their upcoming um, the upcoming like series and seasons, which included first looks at the Sex in the City sequel, Meh. and the sequel was it a show or a movie? What the heck? Is I don't know because they have two movies. They do. I have never yeah. been interested at all yeah. in that series mm-hmm. or anything. It's it's not my scene, so I don't know. It also included a very brief glimpse at what the Peacemaker spinoff show is going to be like. Um, I mean, very brief. Though. We just get like a line. Yeah, he arrives on his costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, at a bar. Yeah, yeah, and his friend says, "Why are you wearing your costume?" And he's like, and "This he's, is a uniform." This is a uniform. <laughs> so, it looks like we're going to be getting more of the more of the same. Which honestly is probably my favorite role I've seen John Cena in. So I'm totally okay with it. Yeah. HBO Max is also offering a big discount if you're a subscriber, a new subscriber, so yeah, you should get it. Uh, And they're doing that because they got kicked out of Amazon? There was something else. Yeah. So you cannot subscribe HBO Max to Amazon anymore. You have to do through Warner, through Warner. Um, And then Warner said, okay, come here, we give you a discount. So yeah, the first year has a 30% discount. No, 26% discount. So, yeah. Interesting. Uh, I was also going to mention on that, and I, I forgot to earlier when we were talking about um, Death in the Family and Under the Hood, that a really easy way to to get into these comics and to read more of this is to have the DC, what's it called? DC Infinite? DC Universe. Yeah. No, DC. The app on my phone is called Infinite. DC Infinite. Yeah, they changed the name. It used to be they DC did. Universe. But DC I think it's Universe on... Infinite. Yeah, Infinite. okay. DC Universe Infinite is gonna. It's a. It is a subscription, but it's gonna give you access to like an insane amount of comic books, which are DC comics, obviously. And you can read them like chronologically. They have them grouped into storylines, like Under the Hood and and things like that. So for someone like me who didn't grow up with this, it's been a really great way to get into these stories. So I just wanna. While we're talking about HBO subscriptions and and films based on comic books and shows and all that. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah, that it's. I've loved it. Yeah. it's a great way to. Read All the comics. publishing companies have similar services. Marvel has mm-hmm. the Marvel Limited. No, I'm pretty sure the other ones have too. Yeah. and you can always buy digital versions of books okay. if you don't want to actually hunt for some old books that are tough to find. Yeah, uh, but yeah, anything else? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this this is what we have for this week. Next mm-hmm. week, we're gonna see 
Venom. Let there be carnage. The odd couple. Oh, is that called the odd couple? I thought it was the odd couple. It could be called the odd couple, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we'll see. But yeah, just like people sing, it's good. And oh, mm-hmm. it's fun. And it's as scary as like really. The movie kept the, the rating PG-13. So, oh yeah, it's so scary. So let there be a limited and reasonable amount of carnage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kay. Maybe a little bit of carnage. But with the screen all black, you're not gonna see it. Yeah. Or hear it. Anyways, uh, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week with more pop coach news and etc. 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 Live long and prosper. May the force be with you. Bye. Bye.